0: think of it like that it is whatever allah writes man whatever allah has written for you uh, i didn't know i was going to marry a turk
1: just before we begin <speaking> if you support the young smirks podcast and you want to help support the channel please go to the patreon <Bible> below and Support us monthly so we can keep up with the shows. We've got lots of content coming up We're going to have special content specifically for the Patreons as well as a new series on Hijra inshallah. So please go to the patreon below and support the podcast Salaam Alaikum rahmanir Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Salaam Alaikum Salaam It's John Fontaine. We're here with the Young Smirks And today we're going to be speaking about Hijra to Bursa in Turkey Assalamu alaikum we got Muhammad Yes. Wa alaikum
0: wa rahmatullah you?
1: Yeah, alhamdulillah. Yep. So, yes. My Muslim brother. Yes, yes. Somali, yes. Like, You know, spent most of your time in the UK, yep, growing right, up yeah. in the UK. That's right. That's so, right. you know, you understand mm. what it's like growing up in the UK. Yeah, very well. And yeah, uh yeah, yeah. You know, yep. how was it like because we want to get onto your kind of journey about why right. you're here in Turkey. Okay. You know, okay. but I just want to give a bit of background about yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, I was I was born in Somalia um, mm. and then left when well, I was taken by the family. I was about three, maybe four, um, and then we found our way to the UK. Like, so we got to the UK when I was about nine, at 1990. So I would have been coming up to five years old um, at the time and. We went to where we became home in the end, which was Fulham in south-west London. Yeah. Um, so it's, ni- it's a nice place of the city to grow up to be honest, um, it's kind of on the affluent side of the city, um, but at the time there were very few Somalis, now there's a lot, but at yeah. the time it was more just sort of West Africans, obviously English people and Caribbeans. Yeah. Um, when did
1: when did most of the Somalis start? Coming to the UK? Like-
0: I mean obviously the war started right, right at the beginning of the 90s so yeah that's when the exodus kind of started um and but in fulham specifically um they kind of went everywhere They're obviously europe yeah. holland scandinavia england england i think more so because the, the social system was was really good yeah. um and at the time i think the attitude of europe is not like it is now i don't think there was too many refugees coming from many places 70s 80s and 90s you know mm. but now i think europe's kind of tired of like having to take refugees from everywhere or whatever but yeah. Yeah, man. Um, So we came to Fulham, started primary school. So Mm. that's how, like, I started in year one. That's how kind of young I was at the time. Um, But yeah, my primary school, there was one Somalian in the school with me. Mm. Um, My secondary school, I think there was about three or four Somalis out of like more than a thousand kids. So I didn't really grow up in like a Somali culture, more. Um, There there were Arab kids there, thankfully. Um, There there was an Arab community in Fulham, but um, definitely not so much the smart. It was really like just my family at the time. Yeah. Um, most of the Somalians that I knew were, were I was related to. You know what I mean? Um, that's so
1: unusual now. Like you, will, you yeah no Now no, I do Move of them. into UK, they live yeah. in. A yeah, area, yeah, really.
0: yeah. They do, they do. They kind of look for the areas where the Somalians yeah. are living. Um, they're kind of all over the place now. Obviously, North London, Tottenham, places yeah. like that, um, West London. Wembley. So you became,
1: um, you yeah. became a, a, a high-end yeah. chef. I did, I did, you, you know, I this, did. I was shocked I when you told me yeah, you yeah. worked in like high-end restaurants. Yeah, that's right, There's that's like right. Even like Gordon Ramsay right, and people right. like that. That's right, that's right. Um, I was like, that's, wow, that's sick I know, a it's way. a bit
0: of a funny story. There aren't many, because our culture, the women do most of the cooking, right? Yeah. So, um, there are some, some good chefs that are men, but it's not a job. It's not a career that most of them have chosen. And I think for most people, it's because they didn't know how much money could be made. Mm. I mean I, I suppose in any job if you, if you become really good, you can make a lot of money, but um, most people didn't realize when i so I became a chef well I, I started chef college in 2004 and at the time I remember there was like relatives of mine kind of just being like uh what are you doing because <laughs> they're thinking you need to go be a thinking doctor you're gonna be like uh, yeah. when you
1: when you're studying to be a chef, they think oh he's going to get a job as a manager in McDonald's yeah <laughs> possibly this is what I'm saying,
0: but nothing that's gonna kind of like, it, it, it's, not, it's, it's not held in high esteem, like... Where
1: did you get... Where did the idea? Yeah, so, like.
0: okay. So, I mean, it's a good... St- okay, so, so that's a good question. So, firstly, I wanted to be an architect. Being a chef, for me personally, was never part of my... Even my top ten things to do. So, all through school, I, I mean, the subjects I like like, history, graphics, things like that. Um, so, when I left school and I finished college, I actually went to the States. I went to San Francisco. To, or just outside of San Francisco, to a community college called Marin. And I was studying architecture. And the aim was to try and get to Berkeley College or something like that afterwards, after I'd finished my first couple of years there. Mm. But I ended up realizing after about three months, my first semester, I realized, I don't really like this as much as I thought I did. Mm. So I decided to come back to London. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no plans. I just knew, okay, I came back in like January and I'm thinking, okay, September's coming around. I need to figure out what I want to do. And a friend of mine, like we went for dinner. Um, and like, so basically there's a family that my family is quite close to. And the mum came and the dad came to London and they're like, they're Americans. And they were like, oh, come, come out with us for dinner one time. And I did. And they took me to uh, this black guy at the time He was called Michael Moore, same as the, the sort of author and uh, uh, filmmaker in America. At the time, his restaurant was also called Michael Moore. And this was in like the top 10 restaurants in London at the time, you know, one of the best restaurants in London at the time. And what I ended up, uh, uh, the food is really good. And he, he did something really good that I've never seen ever in a restaurant since then. Whenever uh, 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 customers would finish and they'd pay him as the, as the head chef and the owner of the restaurant would come out and talk to you. How was the food? Da, 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 da. And it was a nice touch. And he came, and, he, and obviously we didn't know he was a black guy, so he came and uh, like obviously he talked to us and we said, oh, the food is amazing everything. Um, and he went and the mum of, of my mate had said, Oh Mo, why don't you think about Mohammed, why do you think about being a chef? And I was like, be a chef? I was like, no, I can't do that. I, 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 like I burned toast, I can't, I can't really make, you know? <laughs> At the time anyway, you know? Yeah. I was like, I can't do that. Um, but Wallah SubhanAllah, she, just for some, for some reason, decided to go and like she, so that day after we'd left, she got back in contact with him at the restaurant and said, oh, by the way, where did you, did you study to be a chef? And he said, yeah, I went to one of the best chef colleges in the UK. It's really old, Um, uh, it's called Westminster and Kingsway at the time, you know. Um, So she just went and got the application form for me and called me one day and said, Mo, look, I've got the application form for the, for the restaurant, for the college that this guy went to, would you be interested? And that's how it kind of started. And I went, "Mm, I don't know. So she said, look, just go, you're not doing anything. You're 19 years old, you're not doing anything. Just try it. It's a three year course, like really comprehensive course. And they've got restaurants inside the college that actually serve the public, like a really high end one and normal one. And the students cook and their waiters and everything. So I said, all right, cool. She said, try it for three months. If you don't like it, just quit. And then we can look for something else. And I said, okay. So I went the first month and the first month, they, they teach you how to use a knife, like different knife skills, sort of filleting and cutting different vegetables and stuff. Um, and I'd, I'd cut myself so many times that first month. I had so many plasters all over my hands. <laughs> I thought, I can't do this job. I'm probably missing fingers after a year. <laughs> like, this <laughs> is not... But the second month, we go into bakery. I'm, I'm not sure if that's how the curriculum still is, but when I was there, second month, you go into bakery and you start learning how to make different types of breads, croissants, and it was a croissant that got me. The first time I learned how to make a croissant, I was like, I love this, I can't believe I can make croissants. Um, and then from there it was just like, it just lit something yeah. in me and I was just like, oh, wow. Okay, what else could I learn? Well, and subhanAllah, oh. I've kept that passion until today. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many years later now, we're 2022 now. So we're talking 16, 18, almost 18 years later. Wow. I still love cooking so much, you know. Um, and
1: you, you're just about to go on tour with Rod Stewart. I am, I not am indeed. Not singing though. Not singing, no, 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 not <laughs> so singing. You're going to so be cooking his yeah, food yeah, on right. The tour, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, we just seen the, Rod Stewart was actually singing the, at the Queen's. That's there. right, that's right, the Jubilee. The Is it Jubilee? Jubilee? Yeah, yeah, the 70-year uh, thing, that's right. <laughs> I was thinking of you, I was thinking
0: there's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, the Sir so, Rod.
1: So you're going to be, you're basically one of his chefs... And, yeah uh, yeah you told me is it's all like vegan food and stuff so it's all
0: very healthy food obviously um mm. obviously all these stars they're they they're, they're very um uh, what's the word they're very uh, i mean they have they have people that, that that control the kind of foods that they eat and stuff like that i'm sure um, most of them do um because they're all trying to stay in shape for uh, i mean they're they're in a the public figure right they're mm. like they're public. they're in the public high excuse me so they do have to make sure that they look as good as possible eat as good as possible Um, Some of them kind of go extreme, people like Gwyneth Paltrow, I'm sure. I've I've read articles of some of the things that she eats and it's just, Mm. some of them can go extreme, but it is very, very healthy food. Um, uh, Obviously watching how many calories, the types of proteins you're using, uh, sugar intake, salt intake, like all those things have to be managed quite well. So, Mm. uh, or or stringently, let's say. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it's my first tour that I'm doing. Um, I spent the last few years in England doing sort of private catering for like sort of high net worth individuals and whatnot. Um, and because I, I did the restaurant team for quite a while and then I did the hotels, I, I was out in Dubai for a bit um, working on a resort um, um, so I've kind of, I've, I've, as a chef I've kind of done like the different parts of, of the industry you know yeah. and then I realised really the money is in private cooking um, if you, like the really good money is in private cooking
1: yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, mm. a, friend, a friend of mine actually called me last year and said the, the tour was supposed to be last year But because of Corona, uh, the tour got cancelled, and I thought it was it. And then he called me again at the beginning of the year and said, oh, Mohammed, are you still up for it? And I said, yeah, of course. So, yeah, yeah, I'll be leaving next week, inshallah. Um, We've got a couple of months out there in total.
1: So how is it being a Muslim, like, working in that type of environment with, like... Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, you said you work with uh, Gordon Ramsay before. Gordon Ramsay, I did, yeah, yeah. How is he? Is he as bad as he looks on TV? uh, Well, this is
0: the thing. I mean, because because of... Okay, so by the time I got to work for his company, Mm. he already had, like, multiple establishments. So he doesn't... He, like, it's very rare that you might see him. Maybe, uh, I mean, definitely not now, I suppose, but... At the time, he'd come in once in a while, maybe once a year or something, he'd come in, obviously, he'd be talking to the head chef, the general managers, whatever, um, to make sure everything's going smoothly, looking at the menus. Um, sometimes he'd pop into the kitchen and obviously go through some of your, uh, like some of the stuff that you have, you know, the food that you have prepared, uh, make sure everything's good. No, he was, I mean, I, I've, I've met him once, yeah, definitely once, um, no, once I've met him, stuff this was after uh, the London Marathon um, a few years ago, uh, when I was working with there. and. It was really nice, to be honest, man. It's just obviously intense because it's Gordon, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you don't want to put anything wrong, mm. any foot wrong. And um, If he asks, obviously, the head chef, right, let me taste some of the dishes on the menu, mm. then... But as a chef, really, you shouldn't be making food any different for him than you, than you should for the customers. Yeah. Um, working in the type of places I worked in, there were always lots of famous people coming. Mm. Um, I've cooked for so many different famous people now and that have come to the restaurants that I've been working at. And... To me, it was never like to me. They're just a customer, so I'm not gonna make you like Jeremy Clarkson's food or David Beckham's food any different than I'm making it for someone else because they're paying the same money at the end of the day. Um, So,
1: so how is it being a Muslim in this type of work environment? It's
0: not easy to be honest. Like I I suppose it'd be easier if I was living in like a Muslim majority country because then you don't Mm. have to worry about obviously cooking with haram foods or like non-halal like meats and things like this. Obviously, for me, it's something that I personally kind of had to have a battle with um, at the beginning of my career, because, like, I wasn't, I'll be honest, my I, I, I wasn't so strong on the Dean in the beginning, um, or especially at the beginning of my career. So I just kind of did whatever I was told to do. So whatever section I'd be working on, whether it's sauces or meats, fishes, whether it's pastries or, like, desserts, whatever section I was working on, I'd kind of just cook. If pork was the only thing I was like, mm, I don't want to deal with that. Um, but non halal meats, I'd, yeah, I'd be, I'd be preparing things like that. But as time went on, and I started realizing, look, um, this money I'm making is is not halal. Like, so this money I'm that I'm taking on every month is gonna cause problems for me.
1: Mm.
0: That's when I started like, okay, okay, I really need to, I need to take this seriously, man. Um, because if if you're walking around with non halal money in your pocket that has no barakah, everything I'm spending on it has no barakah. Mm. It's just gonna bring problems to me. Um, so. Uh, Alhamdulillah, I started, now I'm in a position, because of the level I've got to as a chef, I mean, I'm not a Gordon Ramsay or whatnot, but I'm in a position as a chef now where I can kind of demand what kind of food that I'm involved with, you know, and the chefs that, that, or the people that do request me to come and work with them, they already know this, so Mm. they know I'm not going to be touching alcohol, I'm not going to be touching non-halal meat. Really, so if I'm working with non-Muslim people, it kind of narrows down the, like, the field, but... Thankfully, again, vegan is, is veganism is taken off, vegetarianism is taken off. So for me, it's like everything's come together like really oh yeah. perfect.
1: <laughs> which, is really
0: good, which is really good. Which yeah. is really good. Which is really good.
1: So um, mm. you you've been in Turkey uh, a bit longer than me, I think. Yeah, not too much. Longer, um, you know, the lockdown and stuff like that. That's you right, that's came right. over to Turkey. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, from yeah. what you told me, you, you just. Which you came for a holiday to visit right. a friend, and yeah. now you're living here. I live in here. You're living here. here. You yeah, yeah, got married. Right. I got married. You got a baby. I got a right baby. Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's crazy how life works. How
1: did this happen,
0: fam? Well, bro, I, I'm still, I still ask myself that question sometimes, um, mm. because this was not part of my plan at mm. all, at all. This is not my plan. Like, I literally came, like, um, um, I mean, like you just mentioned there. So the first lockdown happened in England, and as we were coming out of the first lockdown, heading into the summer which was June 2020. Um, I was talking to my, to my, to my friend, Umar, who's uh, I mean he's been living out here. He's Syrian, but I met him in Egypt like 10 years ago on a holiday, or an extended holiday at the time I've, I was out there for. And he lives in Bursa. And he was saying to me, oh, I'll come to Istanbul, you know? Because I was telling him, oh, I, like, I might go to Dubai. with have like, uh, the lockdown's finishing. I might go to Dubai or maybe Saudi Arabia for a bit. Go and just, just be out of England for a while, you know? Like, be in some mm-hmm. sunshine or whatever. And he kept pushing me saying, come to Istanbul, come to Istanbul because he knew I'd never been there before. So I was like, yeah, you're right, okay, cool. So I booked a one month ticket and the plan was just to stay in Istanbul for a month, maybe to see other parts of Turkey and then go back to London. But after two weeks he, of being in Istanbul, he said, oh, come, because he's family living, bro. So he was like, come on, I want to introduce you to my mom and the family and that, because I hadn't met his mom and the family before. So, and, I, and he was like, oh, it's really close to Istanbul. Just come, we'll go there for like two, three days. And then we'll go back to Istanbul mate, after I'd, I was in Brussels for two days and going around a little bit, Brussels is a really nice city, man. It's yeah, it's yeah. a lot calmer than Istanbul. The people are a lot like more friendlier than people in Istanbul. Um, so then I started thinking, hold on, is it possible to like stay out here? I mean, I know on on, on my passport, I can stay for three months, but um, I didn't know how long I could stay here for on, yeah, like yeah. a tourist thing, you know? So I started doing some research and he said, yeah, you can stay for a year at a time. So thinking about like, COVID, obviously, I'm thinking, okay, like things are pretty much open here. Like it's not like London where there was a total lockdown. Like here at the time there was sort of, um, the, all the curfews hadn't even come in at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so nothing was like really closed, you know what I mean? Restaurants I could go, things were open, you can go to places, you know? Um, so I, I thought, okay, maybe I'll stay here for a year uh, or I'll get, the, I'll get the year visa and just see how, how things go. And if things open up, up back in London, I'll go back home and, and, and I'll go back to work, you know? Um, so Hannah after I was here for about three like three four months i met I, I i ended up well I rented a place after about a month and a half yeah. uh, which is still the place i am in now and my future to wife, which i didn't know at the time obviously <laughs> she was i'd met her she was she was working in in what they call the residence it's like it's like a private apartment or whatever um she was working in there so slowly slowly I started to get to know her um uh, like it took about 2 3 months getting to know her getting to know her and then she introduced me to her family and then it just it just felt right to say oh, look where are we because we don't do the dating thing you know what I mean yeah, yeah. um so i was like how do you feel about And
1: he, he, you yeah. married a, a Turk as well I married a and Turk this yeah is rare, you know <laughs> yeah. And, not only rare, yeah, but know. like I was thinking. I have Never heard of anyone marrying a Turk. A Turk, yeah, yeah, Especially Somali. A I, know, like, I, know, I know, I know. It's so <laughs> unusual, right?
0: I know. It's really. I mean, even the Turks. When I tell them, oh yeah, I married a Turk. They're like, oh, they're, they're all like surprised. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But it, but in a good way, not in a bad way. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I was, I had no idea because obviously you have to go and ask the girl for. You have to go and ask the girl's family, yeah. and the dad, for her, like, can like I marry your daughter? And I remember my mum, on that on that trip to the house, I called my mum and I was like, oh, you know, I'm I'm going now, I'm, I'm in the car on the way to go and ask, and my mum was like, I mean, what they like? Do you think they're gonna accept you? And I said, I don't know, Allah, Allah knows, I don't know. But I know the girl, I wanna marry her, she wants to marry me. Um, so we're kinda at, like, we'll meet her on the same wavelength, but it's whether they like, yeah. cause I don't know the culture here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do they accept foreigners like that? And from what I understand, it's not that they don't accept foreigners, It's just they just don't do it, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, very few Turks marry foreigners. Um, I think so the main
1: thing is the language barrier.
0: The language barrier because as well, yeah. Because yeah,
1: yeah. a lot of them don't speak English, so yeah, it's hard yeah, for them yeah. to actually meet yeah, 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 someone who right. speaks English. Yeah, right? that's
0: right. So they, yeah, you, yeah. You, you won't, you, there's no communication there, you know what yeah. I mean? But you've learned. I've learned Turkish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm not, not sure. perfect, but yeah, yeah. No, you are good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm not bad. For someone who's been here for the of yeah, time yeah. I've been here. No, sure. But my wife is my wife is uh definitely cuz uh, uh obviously she she talks a lot and we talk a lot and yeah. uh, so she helps with that. But yeah, man, the family accepted me alhamdulillah. Like it was really strange cuz when the father said yes and then he asked the mother do you accept and she said yes. Then the dad starts crying. He gets up, gives me a hug. The mom starts crying. Then my wife starts crying, and I'm sitting in, the room. <laughs> like, not. I'm thinking, is this like a Turkish cultural thing? <laughs> Should I start tearing up? I don't know why. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, but Alhamdulillah, they are a really nice family. They're really mashallah nice family. Um, so I, I, yeah, I couldn't have asked for for mm. for a better circumstances. And
1: a better you, circumstances. You had a, yeah. your,
0: we have a little girl now. Yeah, mashallah, She's uh, yeah a couple months old now. Alhamdulillah. Um, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, she got pregnant. Pretty much after a few months, or right. like so.
1: So I wanted to ask yeah. you a bit about your yeah. time in Bursa. Yes, yes. Um, you travelled a lot. Yeah. You've been to the states. You've yeah, yeah, all over Europe. Yeah, all over Europe. Yeah. Why did you choose Bursa over Istanbul? Firstly,
0: well, I mean, because so you are from London, London you're, the big you're city, the big city. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I mean, I'd say. I I mean, oh, I was born in a, in 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 a big city, Mogadishu, in in Somalia. It's not as big as London or whatever, but it's the biggest city in Somalia, or whatever. Um, but um, and then raised in London, and I've I've so I mean, I guess my whole life I've only known cities, big cities. But I've always kind of been a country boy at heart. Not a country boy, but I've always liked nature more than I have mm. sort of concrete jungles, you know. Um, like I've. I've always wanted to live in a place where I can see rivers, mountains, stuff like this. Um, but when I came to Istanbul, I loved it. And I had no plans to come to Bursa.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and my mate had to kind of push me and go, come on, I really want to introduce you to my family. So he kind of strong-armed me into coming. But my first day, I Allah. my first day that I was in Bursa, the hotel that I was staying at, like over, like, uh, uh, like the, I mean, the big balcony it's got, is looking at this big mountain, Uludar. Yeah. And I I sat there having breakfast, and it just felt so peaceful, just looking at the yeah, mountain, yeah. how beautiful it was. And this time wouldn't give me that feeling at all. And Brussels is still
1: a big city. It's still like it three is. million. It's three but, million people, but, yeah, but it, but well, it doesn't feel like no, that, does no. it? It, it feels like a town, really. It, it does like like where I live. It feels yeah. even though I'm in the city centre. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a village.
0: Yeah, still, it's still. And like you do, got like yeah, you say, right. you can
1: see the mountains. You see, yeah, yeah. You've even got the beach. The, the beach is What's twenty the, minutes away. Yeah,
0: that's right. It's it's really close. So I mean, for me. It, it had the mixture of both. It had the numbers of a city, because three million is not small, it's like the size, the size of Birmingham. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's The second biggest city in England,
1: yeah.
0: um, or the UK. Mm. Um, so it's not small, but it's got the natural elements to it. The beaches, it, like, if you want to go down to the seaside, you can. It's a 15, 20 minute drive. If you want to go into the mountains and have barbecues, you can. Um, plus it's got, obviously, everything that a city has. All the shops, supermarkets, electronics places there's like in terms of activity, there's lots of stuff to do so it feels like a city in that sense yeah. but then it doesn't feel like a city in like because so you so feel like out. you're
1: missing anything from the uk at all L- i mean i mean the thing the thing i know we we yeah. miss together yeah yeah is What's uh that? asian food That's yeah <laughs> yeah the food right so yeah, this yeah. is a big thing yeah because
0: bursa is not like istanbul and like even the food scene
1: yeah.
0: um obviously me being a chef like obviously I like generally we eat at home, yeah, I'll be cooking or the wife's cooking or whatever, but obviously once a week, once every couple of weeks we like to go out and eat. And I don't like going to eat the same food all the time. You know, why we might eat Turkish one day, Indian the next day or whatever. Or we don't have the option here. This is the yeah. thing. Um there is that one Indian that's opened up uh, that uh, what's it called Rangil or Rangial yeah. or whatever. But the food scene is not is not what I would like it to be. Yeah. But slowly, slowly I think it's changing. Now And in India's opened up, they've got a couple of sushi places. Yeah. You we went to a place, Chinese so you place. You went to a Chinese. That's right. That was, that was all right. It was not bad. That's what yeah. I mean.
1: But like you see in Istanbul, you've got it's just like London. You've yeah, have got so yeah. much you variety much of, you want You know, yeah. foods. Yeah. From all over the world. Yeah, and, That's right. Um, that's right. Sure. When I first came here, like, at just one time I was just craving. Uh, Spanish food, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And I actually went to Istanbul just, just for that, get, like a curry. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm surprised Because you know when you start craving, spice yeah, yeah, you need yeah. it, right?
0: You want it. And <laughs> um, but
1: now, alhamdulillah yeah. things are changing. You know, there's yeah. more foreigners moving in now. There are, there you are. You know, you got you got a few more things opening yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. A couple of Arab restaurants have um, opened up now as well. But in terms of general stuff, like yeah, you know, day to day, I don't feel like I miss anything here. Like. Nothing at all, you know,
0: nothing at all. Everything I had access yeah. to in London, I have here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whether it's clothes, whether it's electronics, whether it's books, whether it's activities, everything mm. that, I, that I had access to in London, I have I have mm. here. But Alhamdulillah, I'm living in a place where I'm hearing the Adhan five times a day. And yeah. um, there's a masjid on every corner, not a pub, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> How do you find it? <laughs> I love it, honestly. I, I never thought I, I would like Turkey as much as I did. Mm. Um, because in London, I never really knew any Turkish people. Um, the, I, I had one friend, her name was Selin, that I went to chef college with. Now she's actually a very famous chef in the UK. Um, she, she's like one of the... Like she's in that elite circle now of chefs. Um, she, she has a couple of very successful restaurants. I feel like I've gained mm-hmm. more than... Because I had everything I had anyway there. Mm-hmm. But here, I've gained in the sense of... Like I'm, I'm living somewhere where... Um, of course it's a Muslim country, which I've always wanted to live in anyway. Um, and I'm always, I've, I, I, every time I hear the Adhan, I still love it yeah. because I, I never grew up yeah. in this environment. Yeah. So for like 30 odd years, 30 plus years, I was never you, in the you environment. Don't where you rea-
1: could hear it. Living in the UK, you don't actually realize that yeah. that's a big issue. Yeah, yeah, of course. Not of having course. the Adhan. of
0: course, of course, but of course. Forget
1: about the masjid, yeah, just, yeah, the Adan. just the Adhan. Just the Adhan, yeah, of course, like, to prayer, um, like, yeah. People say, okay, what time is sir? Yeah, I don't know when the alarm yeah, goes. goes. Yeah, that's I don't right. Look, I don't look at my <laughs> Salah times yeah. anymore. No, the way in the UK, I was yeah. constantly looking at my yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Going on Google. <laughs> that's right. That's uh, right. Whatever it's called, the time, everything. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And then you, you know. Yeah. And and you just constantly like checking. Yeah, you know, that's right. That's you know. Right. And now that's it's right. like I don't know the times. You don't need to know the times. Time. Yeah, yeah. Don't need the That's
0: right. Even where I live, actually, because it's masjid so close to my house. And I mean, we in the summertime we kind of leave our garden doors open. Just to, just yeah. to have oxygen in the house. Just close the the mesh one so the flies mm. and whatnot don't come in and mosquitoes. But yeah, the the then wakes me up, yeah. like because I have my door yeah, open, yeah. you know. So that wakes me up and I get up and I go to Fajr and come yeah. back. Um, but you're right, just that it's it, it's it's little things, but to me it's a big thing, you know.
1: Um, oh, it changed my life to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, have yeah. said this before, like mm. being in Turkey, um, mm. past couple of years now, mm. nearly two years. Yeah um having access to the adhan and the yeah. masjid five yeah, times a day yeah,
0: yeah, yeah because
1: even when i was living in kuwait yeah
0: um
1: i couldn't actually hear the adhan from my house
0: oh really Are you um, far away? when i
1: was living in uganda i could hear the adhan right, but right. it was on the other side of the valley it's like right, a right. 20 oh, minute right. drive oh, so it's not that. possible five right, times you know and, right, right. and even in the uk you know maybe i'd get a couple of salai and the masjid a day right because right, right. it was far away you right, could, right you know
0: right. yeah of
1: course but, but you know we're living in turkey yeah also help with the lockdown as well yeah that yeah. timing you know going to the masjid yeah, changed yeah. My, my life yeah, really yeah, it, yeah, it, it really gave me a different perspective on the importance of being yeah in in a, so, a country that identifies as muslim yeah of course with the, it's, adan. With the adan it's so important yeah. bro it
0: really that's is. the purpose yeah. of life right yes it is, it is that i mean yeah Making sure you like you don't forget your worship to Allah is, mm. is is really the purpose of creation. So I wanted right? to
1: ask you a question because a lot of people message me mm-hmm. and say, you know, what's it like um, you know, in terms of racism, right. uh, mm. you know, people asking me, you know, is it good for black people? Is yeah, it good yeah, for Arabs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I asked them, there was, a, there was some uh, African-American brothers living here, right. a couple of families, Abu Tobos was here and a few others, mm. and I asked them, mm. you know, what, what do you think? You know, mm. How do you feel here? How do you yeah. get treated? They loved it, yeah. personally, but, um, but they're coming from America. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Anything's better than America. Yeah, 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 so yeah, course, I wanted to course. ask you, being from the UK, Bro, how I'll do you feel?
0: I'll be honest, um, in terms of, I mean, when it comes to racism and things like that, obviously if you are like of the dark persuasion, let's say, right, mm. there are, when you travel around the world, there's definitely as much as I have, yeah, the, Yeah. there are many occasions mm. where you come across people, I mean, I put it down to ignorance and stupidity, obviously, um, because mm. not liking someone for something that they had no control over, basically mm. the way you were born, is, is, is as ignorant as a person can get, you know what I mean, um, mm. but... I have been to some Muslim countries where some of the people, not all of them stuff for love, that, but some of the people clearly were were treating me in some, some kind of way that I didn't like. Um, I, I mean, I like I, I hate to use the word racism unless someone blatantly using racist words to me, you know. Yeah. So I don't know the reason why this person acting like an idiot basically. Yeah. Um, but there's a feeling you get from people, you know. And I've been to other Muslim countries and like just clearly being treated in a certain way, like different yeah. to everyone else over like, over very stupid little things, you know. Um, but here in Turkey, again, I had no idea how, when I first came, what Turkish culture would be like towards black people. And my personal experiences have been nothing but good, honestly, yeah. um, they've really welcomed me. Um, even before I was married, now I'm married to a Turk. Yeah. Like everyone in my area, like when I leave my house, everyone, like, they, they use this word inishte, which is like brother-in-law basically. Everyone, everywhere I go in the show, this hey, day come, have tea with us. But even before that, oh. yeah, even before I was married to her, they were really like, people would come up to me, I want to take pictures. It's yeah. like really strange, bro. Like, I'm <laughs> in the masjid, <laughs> yeah, bro. It happened the other day when I went to this khutbah, and a couple of guys came up and said, can I take a picture of you? And I'm thinking, yeah, if you want to. <laughs> They're really, I mean, from, from my personal experience, they've got a positive yeah. Uh, attitude towards black people, um, which I found like I mean strange but good obviously because yeah. people are being nice to you you know you like you're not gonna hate on that you know what I mean mm-hmm. but um, I've I've really liked it man mm-hmm. I mean I'm not saying there aren't race people in Turkey clearly there are. they're are race. How people has everywhere. it
1: changed since you since you now become quite you know, to a no. level of fluency in the, yeah, in the Turkish it's even better now. It's even it, better. Yeah, but even before you knew Turkish, you was having this. Yeah,
0: even before I knew Turkish, people would 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 like like uh, uh, merhaba, merhaba, yeah. they'll say hello to you and that. And like, obviously, I say it back. Obviously, I grew up in London where no one says hello to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I grew up the house, the road that I lived on for more than twenty plus years. I I only ever talked to two neighbours and did yeah. like the other lot saw me grow up for more than twenty years. There's not even a hello coming out of them in the mornings when you're going past them. So here to just, you know what I mean? Here to just, like, random people don't know. But now that I've learnt the language, the Turks, I've realised, number one, obviously they they, they have kind of an affection towards black people. Not all of them, but the ones that I've come across anyway. And secondly, when they realise you can talk their language, they like you even more. They want to get to know you, your story, where you've come from, what you're doing in Turkey, um, why you've come, because... Obviously, there's 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 different yeah. situations going on here, political, economical. See, people whatever.
1: have to understand, like, like Istanbul is very multicultural. Yeah, it's a common thing. People aren't even going to have time. Yeah, to yeah, use, they don't they, care. They use yeah, the black people, yeah. used to foreigners. Everyone. But yeah. here in Brussels, it's, it's, it's a new thing. Right? It, is, it is, it is, Even when when they see me, yeah, um, I get, I don't get such a,
0: yeah, yeah, a welcome
1: to be honest. Right, right, right. Um, the yeah, uh, this yeah. is the only this is like the yeah. opposite. Really? Like when right, I travel right. the world, I usually have no problem. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like you course. might get a problem. But yeah, hear, yeah. <laughs> they're like, because I'm English. Yeah, yeah. They're not really. It's because of the history, right? Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. really uh, <laughs> liking the English thing. But when I tell them I'm a Muslim. Yeah, then they, they love change. you. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm Muslim. They, yeah, mashaAllah, Just mashallah. yesterday, uh, they called me over. I was having tea on the street with them. Right, right. And I was telling them I'm, I'm a Muslim. Yeah. Like, really? You know Muslim. Quran? He's, you know? Yeah. So um, I, yeah. I recited some Quran for him. He's, he's nearly crying. And, Muslim, and then the other brother's telling him, yeah, you need to start praying. Tell him yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Muslim, but yeah. he, you know he's probably struggling with his salah. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, it's like, when you when you tell him you're Muslim, yeah. that's it. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, The yeah. Then barriers are broken The barriers
0: you. are broken. I've actually noticed, even with the black thing, for some reason they think that a lot of the black people maybe they come across are like sort of, Africans that are not Muslim. Yeah. So when I tell them, oh, my name is Muhammad, they're like, oh, so they already, like, kind of like me anyway. Yeah. They're like, Muhammad, oh, mashallah, you Muslim. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. My name is Muhammad, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, and then you oh, talk yeah. to them in Turkish, and they're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool, cool. They really yeah. like the fact that you make the effort to, yeah. but I guess, I mean, I don't know if I wasn't married if I learned the language so quickly. Um, I think obviously being married to a Turk has, has helped me develop the language a lot more, and not, like, the what you be taught in schools when you go mm. to learn Turkish. I learned the that the, I mean the language that they use, the like mm. the everyday Turk would use. You know, what I'm mean? gonna
1: throw one back now. Like, yeah. how did your Somali family act when you because yeah, it's like yeah, you know
0: because yeah. yeah yeah because they wanted me to marry. I'll be honest. My mum wanted yeah. of course my mum. I guess it's a cultural thing for most people. They like they want their kids to marry like people that look like them, mm. share the culture. Um, I think with me, my mum deep down has always known. That like okay, Mohammed's probably not made, like. There's a chance he might not marry a Somalian. You know? yeah, yeah. I think she's kind of always known that. So for her, I think she's kind of taken the stance that okay, as long as yeah, it's like she's she's a practicing Muslim and everything, this is the most important thing for her. Um, and the same thing for my dad really. Um, so it hasn't been it hasn't been a struggle, man, at all. I thought oh, when I told my mom I was gonna marry, I wanted to marry a Turkish girl. There was a bit of apprehension, like, oh, is there going to be some kind of pushback on this? But no, there wasn't. So there now wasn't. you
1: have um, you have a, uh, a child now, first yes. child. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, um, hmm. comparing raising a child. Mm-hmm. in the West or yeah. specifically in London yeah, 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 or raising a child here which one would you prefer? Um, that,
0: for me it's not even it, 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 sorry <laughs> i got tongue tied there it's yeah. not even a question I do not want to raise any of my children in the Western school system I will say that like proud honestly because the thing is <clears throat> I mean look okay you can teach them uh, you can have good levels of, of standards when it comes to math science whatever geography um like graphics these kind of things but they i think in the west they they don't want to there isn't the freedom for you to teach your kids your way of life mm. it's it's basically you like uh they want to impose their morality and schools shouldn't have anything to do with teaching kids about morality and things like that this should be coming from the families you know what i mean um but over there it's i uh, i hear some horror stories man honestly as far mm. as i'm concerned anyway yeah yeah um of like all this transgender and whatnot, and uh, asking little kids, uh, four or five years old, don't know anything about life, don't even know that. Forget what gender they are, or what, or, or or how do I feel? Like teachers are asking them, how do you feel, and things like this. And there was there was something I, um, uh, I read the other day where in Scotland now, uh, uh, teachers don't have to legally, they're not legally obliged to ask parents, can we can we question your child about? how they feel, like, in, in the body that they're in or whatever. Oh. This is crazy, man. What are you yeah. doing talking to a five-year-old about... These are five-year-olds that believe in dragons and whatnot, and their grasp of reality is not even yeah, there yeah. yet. You know what I mean? So yeah. what do you mean, oh, they're old enough to know about these questions? I don't want that for my child. And if I did have a children in England, I I, I was very clear on... I, I had I had very clear convictions that if I, for example, was to be married in the UK and, and have kids yeah i I'll keep them there up until they get to school age and then i'll then I'll like have them raised somewhere else because yeah. i can't I can't have that bro at least I know here I'm not gonna have the same issues you know yeah. what
1: i mean so you think um, you think um Bursa and mm-hmm. Turkey in general is a uh, okay for at the, at the moment it's a good place to raise yeah children. yeah
0: definitely i mean with with how I want my my child to be raised in a Muslim environment for um for them to be in an environment where um to say that they come from a Muslim family or have Muslim beliefs is not looked at like uh, like, and I'm sure in the UK teachers, I mean teachers probably, are like, I mean I, I'm 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 not slandering UK teachers because I'm sure yeah. there, I'm sure there's many hardworking good teachers, you know what I mean, um, but obviously because they don't share the beliefs that I have, on many things, then for me it's a case of okay, um, I don't want my child being taught stuff that that my like my my, my religion doesn't allow. My moral compass doesn't allow. I'm yeah. I, I I mean I don't want that. And here I don't think I'll have those kind of issues. Don't get me wrong. Turkey's got its own issues in terms of where, like, in terms of the dean, how many people are, are 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 living the way they're supposed to live or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that that's a problem for for many yeah. people in Muslim countries, not just Turkey.
1: Yeah. The thing I find with Turks is even even the. People who are not necessarily that religious, yeah, yeah. they still have good morals. Yeah, yeah, they're still yeah. culturally right. Turkish That's right. Yeah, that's right. And, that's and right, they're that's not right. promoting all that's that right, that Yeah, that's right. That's, right, that's um, right. How was it in terms of uh, the ease of of staying here, getting your visa, it's um, a lot renting than I thought, a property as yeah. so okay. a foreigner? how Yeah. Okay. How okay. So
0: renting a property, alhamdulillah, for me again was very easy in the end because I've heard again a lot of horror stories where they 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 will charge a foreigner sometimes six months up front um rent, sometimes a year up front rent. and um, whereas for the average Turkish like a month, two months, you know. Um Alhamdulillah again for me it's just like Allah was just making it easy for, for me sure. to like to stay here and to find that particular house where I was where my future wife was working right upstairs. So, um, so it was like I was supposed to be there. You know? And I had no idea, obviously so, I thought I had a plan, but I had no idea that, that wa- this wa- is a uh, year, bro. Um so, so the rent thing was pretty easy for me, but I know a lot of foreigners have had issues. Uh, this, this, a friend of mine actually came from Fulham, and he came to Istanbul to get his teeth done, and I invited him here, and he liked it so much, he rented a place. And now he wants to bring his missus and the kids here and and uh, They were here, actually, during Ramadan, they were here, but they charged him six months. Yeah. Um, and, and he wanted that, because the price was good. Mm-hmm. But the visa is the easiest process I've ever had in my life for, for getting a visa. Like I've had a visa for the States, um, I had the student visa that took like eight months to get ready. The for Dubai that took about three months to get the work visa. Here it was, it was so quick, man. Um, yeah. it it's changed slightly
1: now. since we, we since we've we been first here. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah there's, yeah. there's um, there's mo- there's a few more restrictions, there but are, it's still very right. possible. It is it just is, certain it is. areas. Now, yeah, that's right. That's areas right. that are highly populated with foreigners. Like foreigners. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to just yeah, have a you quota know, on them. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just you know. Yeah, trying to right. move people into other areas, which I kind of agree with to yeah. be
0: honest, I kind of agree with because you don't want to have an area that's just all foreigners because then yeah. then you run the risk of not mixing with the locals and not yeah. not becoming part of the culture if you're planning to stay here for a while um but if you're yeah if you're surrounded by like all Eng- English expats or like european expats there's 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 the big chance that you'll just kind of just stick in that community so in a way, I think it's yeah. a good thing we don't do that in England in England, what yeah. we do is well, we have like whole area that's just sort of Asian or yeah. Somalian. Or, yeah. And then they end up just mixing with other Somali people, never really mixing with the locals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um,
1: there's some areas like that, not in Bursa, but uh, yeah. I think there's a Somali community in, uh, in Gurukla, uh, Ankara.
0: Oh, Ankara, yeah, there is. There yeah, is, and there I is. think yeah. um, there is. there's parts of like Istanbul It's like a
1: Somali-Arab community. Right, that's Like Shah has some yeah, Somalis, yeah. some Arabs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's more like Western Muslims and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, like, because a lot of people just tend to go for Istanbul yeah that's right that's right and yes, they don't know the nothing place. about Bursa no
0: no and it's and, so close isn't
1: everyone it? who comes <laughs> is, is surprisingly yeah, surprised how nice it. it is I know yeah and the history of it as well like this that's is right, the original that's right. capital that's right oh, of the Ottoman Empire, Ottoman Empire yeah, yeah, this is right. like historically that's when they were yeah right. yeah you know looking yeah. at Constantinople yeah, later yeah, yeah that's you know, right they, they, they were here for ages before
0: yeah that was it more than 100 years or something before they took what was Constantinople at yeah. the time? Yeah.
1: And Orhan right. and uh, Osman Ghazi are yeah. buried here, you know, yeah, that's they were right. the that's right. founders of the empire. That's right. It's got so much history, and you it see does, it when you're walking around. Yeah, that's right. Having this, the, yeah. the mosques.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> just that speaking that, about yeah. it, you can hear the other yeah, That's now, right, know. that's right. And, and that's the beauty Al-Tan. of it. Yeah,
0: that's so, right. Yeah, that's right, absolutely. Have you got almost.
1: any final things you'd like to mention?
0: Wallahi, yeah, yeah, before we pray. No, you know, I mean, in terms of Turkey, I would honestly say to anyone who, to any, I mean for me, I've always wanted to live in a Muslim country, but obviously having that thing of being like growing up in England and having that culture or whatever, and having access to certain amenities and things in life, I've always worried about having a bit of a culture shock if I went somewhere that was too opposite to yeah. how I lived in England. So I would definitely say, maybe the last point I would make is, Turkey is probably the closest thing you will find, I've seen anyway, in terms of like modernity uh, modernity is that the right word i'm not sure like, or like all, like all all the modern amenities that, that you can mm-hmm. want you have it here but it's in a muslim country yeah, which yeah. is probably the best thing so yeah anyone anyone thinking about yeah. possibly making that move turkey's not a bad option man yeah it's like it really and in is... a
1: lot of ways they, they do it better in in in, in many yeah. ways as well yeah, yeah that's right that's right you know like right. pretty, like some of the infrastructure here like yeah, yeah. Like even, even in terms of um like waste management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, We're they're Emptying the bins every like three day, three times a day. I know, so I know, two, two, three I know. Times a day, a day. in England it's once every two weeks now. You, know, you don't have to mess with these, and, yeah, and yeah. you've got natural recycling going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, that's the, right. The, the people and who the come round, <laughs> you know, they that's right, this. So right. you don't have to have like five bins. No, no, you, you don't. In the UK, they empty it for you. Like three or four bins. I know, I know, I
0: know. Bro, they now it's once. I don't know how. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, if you're aware of this. Once every two weeks they take the rubbish now. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And if you
1: miss it, that's it. That's it, it yeah, yeah.
0: Things yeah. just gonna pile yeah. up and stink yeah. and whatnot. Here it's yeah, it's it's a lot cleaner yeah. than 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 and people realize. Yeah, they're very clean. yeah.
1: They have like a, a, a someone cleaning like he has his own block to clean Yeah, 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 that's right. You that's know, right, and that's then right. you're praying as well with him. That's right, yeah. Absolutely. Drinking tea with him. And
0: even the trust levels here are really good. Like yeah. I went to the hospital the other day for um to do something. And yeah, i i i parked in a car park and I didn't have cash on me. And I, I normally try not have cash on me anyway, I just use my card. But as we were driving out, the guy was like, oh, it's this much. And I said, oh, brother, I said, oh, I don't have cash. I said, look, because I was meant to come back that day at four o'clock and this was the morning. I said, oh, I'll come back later on today. He's like, all right. He said, okay, cool, you pay me later. Uh, that will never happen in England. No one's trusting you, bro, like that. They'll tell you, right, you get out of the car, go to the cash machine. Yeah. Like, the trust like that is really good, man. Yeah. Um, Another
1: thing as well, yeah. uh, healthcare-wise, so, yeah, so yeah, how yeah. was the treatment with your, having the your baby and everything? I
0: think having the baby, I, I had, like, some... I, I became lactose intolerant when I came out here. Um, every time I've been to the hospital here, whether it's with the baby or whether it's the missus or myself, like, there's no waiting times. I'm in, in straight away. The hospitals I've been to super clean. The, hot, like, the doctors are... Like the the health system in this country, I think is way better than England. Definitely, it's I agree, way better yeah. than England. Um, I know it's not free, but like it's not that expensive either. You know, yeah. what I mean, it's not like America yeah. expensive, where a small thing can cost you thousands of dollars. You know, what yeah. I mean, it's not like that at all. Um, so yeah, the health system is amazing. Um, it's really really good, man. Yeah. Um, my wife had like a like a blocked off room, yeah. and then there was a separate room. It was like a living room. It had a big TV, two long nice couches, yeah. like a lazy boy type thing. Yeah. Like the, bathroom, the bathroom was massive, yeah, and then there was a wardrobe for your clothes and that. Uh, I've never seen it. It had two, uh, uh, like two big flat screen TVs, yeah. one for my wife and one for the guests. Um, I took a video and showed my mom. I was like, "Where are you? You're in the hospital, you're yeah. in the hotel." I thought, "No, this is the this is the hospital yeah. here." Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's amazing. I would definitely yeah. recommend people to come here. Um I think I, I've the only thing I regret now is not coming here earlier. Honestly, it's kind of yeah. the only thing I regret, but. Everything has its time. Allah is the best of planners. So, yeah, man. May Allah
1: bless you and uh, bless your family and your your children. Thank you so much. khair, thanks for sharing thank you so your thoughts bro. and thank hopefully that people me. benefit from this. Inshallah, inshallah, and right, it, inshallah. Even, right. even they might not come to Brussel, but it yeah. gives them encouragement to, yeah, to, make to look at, at alternative places to live. That's right, you know,
0: that's, and, right. Uh, that's right, bro. that's right, that's so, right. khair. No, bro. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for, for
1: having me
0: with you boys,
1: Jazakallah khair. Salaam